guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trunapole. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view, right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. All right, if you guys are enjoying my show, do me a favor. Before you get into the video, hit that subscribe button. I'm up to 422 subscribers. Let's get that up to 500 as fast as we can. All right, I called it yesterday on yesterday's show, which, I mean, it's not a big surprise. I'm not tooting my own horn or anything. It was pretty obvious. But the Bengals today cut Andy Dalton. Mike Brown said, Andy Dalton will always hold a special place with this franchise. And I know he holds a special place in my heart. This is a hard day for our club because we know and appreciate what a consummate professional Andy has always been. We respect and appreciate Andy and thank him. Now here's some uh, career stats for Andy Dalton as a Bengal. Oh, actually, let me get to this first. The reason they cut him, and it's pretty, pretty obvious. I mean, if he signed this year or he stayed you know, on the team, he would have been owed $17.7 million this year. By cutting him, they owe nothing. So you can't pay him that much money to be a backup quarterback. I don't care if he starts two games, three games, four games. He wasn't going to be the starter going forward. It was going to be Joe Burrow, Joe freaking Burrow. And he wasn't going to restructure his contract because he thinks he's a starter, which he has proven, I'm sorry, that he can start in this league and be a pretty efficient Starting quarterback. No, not a great one, not an elite one, but a pretty f- sufficient starter. Now, I, I got a conversation with somebody on uh, Facebook here um, about, okay, great, they cut him and they're getting nothing for him. Okay, and they're like, well, they should have traded him before the trade deadline. Uh, okay, all that stuff couldn't happen. They didn't bench Andy till like the day before the trade deadline. And this person was like, well, they knew they were going to bench him. They knew all this stuff. I really don't think they did. I mean, I really, starting the season, I don't think they were out going out and saying, you know what, we're going to go 2-14. and 14. Yeah, they were 0-8 then. And they're like, okay, well, we drafted this guy, Finley. Let's, we have to try to see what he can do. It's, honestly, I think was their thinking. The problem is they did it too late. They should have, you know, tried it when they were 0-4 or something. And then maybe they could have traded Andy. But just the timing of it, just didn't work out for the Bengals. And then this year, they had more quality starting quarterbacks who have had more success than Andy, which is true, these are facts, that were out there and available. And they, those guys, those teams, other teams wanted them. So it's just the circumstances of the way it all fell, I don't really think the Bengals could have done anything. There was a report a couple weeks ago that the Bengals were offered a six-round pick by Jacksonville. I don't know if that's true or not. If it was, then the Bengals should have taken it because a six-round pick is better than nothing. But, again, I, it was a report. It wasn't confirmed. I don't know. So, anyway, the career stats for Dalton here. He has a, uh, is a career passer, yardage-wise, of 31,594. He threw 204 touchdowns with 118 interceptions. His 87.5 passer rating is the best passer rating by a QB with at least 20 starts. Now, that's a better passer rating than the great Ken Anderson and Carson Palmer. Also, Andy's also the leading touchdown passer. Now, I've talked about Ken Anderson 
on past shows. If Kenny Anderson was a quarterback today in today's NFL where you can't hit the quarterback and wide receivers can run free. I mean, if you look, what they used to be able to do to wide receivers in the 70s and 80s is ridiculous. <laughs> it was hard. I can't believe guys got open. Ken Anderson would probably be a Hall of Famer. He would be Drew Brees. But, you know, he was that good of a passer. So, anyway, I talked about it. Andy Dalton to me, people in the past, if you heard or, or talked to me before, I would be considered an Andy Dalton apologist in the day. And it used to frustrate me to no end when Bengals fans would say, we got to get a better quarterback when we're going to five straight playoffs and we're not winning any of them. And I kept coming back with, okay, who? Who are you going to replace him with? I mean, you're going to five straight playoffs. You're not getting a very high draft pick. So these quote-unquote elite quarterbacks coming out of college, you couldn't get any of them. I mean, unless they're finally determined to do it and they gave up some future draft picks or whatever to move up. That's about the only way they could do it. But <coughs> excuse me. But the Bengals were going to five straight playoffs. So, I mean, they were winning the, uh, to me, I think is one of the hardest divisions in football. They were winning the Central Division. They were going, they're making the wild card. I mean, they were, they were doing good. They just couldn't get over the hump. And I kept looking at it as, I've talked about the last dance, Michael Jordan, and the Chicago Bulls in the, in the 90s. They, in the 80s and very early 90s, had a hard time getting past the Pistons. I kept looking at it as the team we can't get past, which I still haven't got past, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I kept thinking, you know, eventually they'll knock the door down and get over it. That didn't happen. And I really do think Marvin Lewis and Mike Brown, that's what they thought. I mean, you're going to five straight playoffs, you know. You don't have to change everything. You had to change a little bit so you'd win, but they never made the adjustment. So I think Andy Dalton has always gotten the short end of the stick as far as his career. He's always going to be known as the guy who went to five straight playoffs and lost. Now, like I said, in other shows, Marvin Lewis has went to seven or eight playoffs, and he didn't win any. So everybody keeps throwing it on Andy. I more put it on Marvin Lewis because all the players changed from his tenure to the end of his career, and the same thing happened. We go to the playoffs, and we lose. So, And I put it more on him. He's the head coach. He kept saying, you know, we got to do your job, do your job, do your job. Okay, you got to do something different <laughs> to try to win in the playoffs. And Marvin Lewis was terrible at making adjustments. That was his biggest downfall as a head coach. He couldn't make adjustments. He just couldn't. I don't know why. Other teams will make second-half adjustments, and again, we come out of bye weeks. Um, I felt like 90% of the time we'd lose, and you had two weeks to get ready for a team. So I put more of the playoff losses on Marvin Lewis, but I like Marvin Lewis. I love Marvin Lewis because he brought us out of the 90s and brought us to where we are now, which, unlike what Stephen A. says, is a pretty good team and a pretty good franchise. Now, speaking of the talking head, Stephen A. Smith. Now, the reason I call him a talking head is because I don't actually think he believes half this stuff he says. Because there's not much basis on what he's saying. Because the way you got to look at stuff is he can't talk about stuff in the past. You got to look at what they're doing right now. What have they done since the season ended? All right, let's get into this. I didn't, I'm not sharing the video. I'm not giving him any more 
of my airtime. But Stephen A., one interesting, he started out saying that Zach Taylor did not deserve to be the Bengals head coach. He deserved to be a coach in the NFL, but not the Bengals head coach. Like, okay, if you are had aspirations to be a head coach in the NFL and you get a chance to be one, you're going to take the job. <laughs> so, so, okay, yeah, you know, Zach Terry, but you know what? I deserve to be an NFL head coach, but I'm not going to the Bengals. What? Of course he's going to take the job. That's just a stupid statement right there. I'm like, and again, he called the Bengals cheap. Okay, again, you're going to the past, as I said before. The Bengals spent over $11 million right now on players. Half of them, they're players that weren't on the team before. Again, things are different. Now, this is why I like the, the whole interview had uh, Chad Ochocinco in it. And Stephen say, Stephen A. said, the culture has not changed. And Chad goes, wait a second, Zach's only been there one year. What do you want him to do in a year? I mean, seriously, Stephen A. has been covering sports for 25, 30 years. Dude, you know you can't change a culture in one year. It, nobody can. <laughs> Even Bill Belichick took a year, you know, before he got hit, got everything the way he wanted it. And he's the greatest coach ever, everybody says. So the whole narrative where Stephen A. keeps going and says that the culture hasn't changed, he keeps talking about stuff in the past. And he keeps calling the Bengals cheap, which drives me nuts. Because even when we were winning and we were going to five straight playoffs, they weren't cheap. They were paying their players. No, they weren't signing free agents. They are now. Culture change there, Stephen A. But they weren't cheap, so they were paying their players. The the mistake the Bengals made, they did this twice. Back in when we had our, our last Super Bowl run, uh, we let Max Montoya go. And as soon as we let him go, that just went the down, downhill of the offensive line. And next thing you know is we're drafting David Klingler and all that. Well, Mike Brown did so good for so long of paying our own players and keeping guys. It wasn't like guys left. You know, we had a lot of guys that they signed. The problem was, we had four of them that left or had free agents at the same time. We had Muhammad Sanu, Marvin Jones, um, Whitworth, and um, I can't think of the other offensive tackle. I think it went to Cleveland. We let them all go, <laughs> which was dumb. Now, that part, yeah, you could say Mike Brown was cheap. Again, passed. What you have to talk about, if you're doing a talk show in current day, right now, what they're doing is not cheap. Right now, what they've done is trying to change the culture. Again, they signed six, seven free agents. The Bengals have never signed that many free agents. Again, culture change. You know, they're cutting guys. If we're so cheap right now, again, I'm talking about right now, not in the past, right now. If they are, they're cutting guys that they owe money to. Mike Brown in the past would never do that. He's doing it now. Steve A. Culture change. So, other than that, they can't do anything else because you can't play a game right now. You can't do mini camps. You can't do anything. So, your whole thought process is that they need a culture change and they're not doing it and blah, blah, blah. They are doing it. They are changing. you got to get that through your thick head. And the funny thing is, this just serves me that you're just lazy and you're not paying attention to what the Bengals are actually doing, which is weird because there's nothing else going on. So what are you doing? 
if this is going to be your big statement that they, they're not changing the culture, well, you got to look at what they're doing right now. The culture's changing. I mean, they're, I think, changing huge. And for Bengals fans, we are extremely excited because the Bengals have never done this before. We don't sign free agents. We don't cut players that we owe money to. That doesn't happen. It's happening now. So, anyway, it's just, he's frustrating. <laughs> and he gets paid a lot of money. And he's not really looking at what the Bengals are actually doing right now. So, Steve today, tomorrow's Friday. Per sure, I think I know who my Zeke of the Week is. Okay, one cool thing. We're getting closer and closer and closer to sporting events starting. I'm not a big NASCAR fan, but I'll probably watch it because there's nothing else on. Well, maybe there'll be other stuff on by the time this starts. But NASCAR has announced that they will be returning May 17th. That's awesome. That's great. We got our first sporting event scheduled. I don't think there's going to be any fans in the stand. I don't care. <laughs> like I said, I'm not a big NASCAR fan, but if it's on right now, I'll probably watch it. <laughs> I might go find me a, a favorite driver and root for him or something. I don't know. But anyway, so we are getting closer, getting closer. Baseball is going to start soon. Like I said, when they all start, like I said yesterday, we're going to go from absolutely no sports to all of them playing at the same time. Like, seriously, all of them are going to be playing. Because <laughs> when it comes November, football is going to be rolling. College football is going to be rolling. College basketball is going to get, be getting ready to start. Baseball is probably still going to be playing. Basketball, I don't know, they might. They talked about just doing a, um, a tournament for the couple teams that are close enough to be in the playoffs and try to make the playoffs or just saying the regular season's over and starting the playoffs. I don't know what they're going to do. But it's going to be fun to watch because it's all going to happen at a breakneck pace. Anyway, I'm going to tell you about some Facebook groups that I help run. And hopefully you guys can uh, join them and we can have some fun discussions. I got get, we got Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, and Cyclones Country. As I said at the beginning of the show, you guys have been awesome. With all the all the comments on my YouTube channel, I really do appreciate all of them. I had a, a nice conversation with one guy. We're just, we were today we we're discussing, you know, that Andy he thinks Andy should have taken less money, and I'm like I don't think he's going to because he wants to be a starting quarterback. And it was just it was a nice back and forth conversation. I enjoy that stuff. You guys take the time to write, and this dude wrote like you know three paragraph <laughs> uh, uh, thing to me, so it was it was really cool. I had to read a couple times to to figure out what he was what he was saying, but that's just me. I gotta, I gotta do that anyway, so I'm up to 422 subscribers on YouTube. On the podcast, if you guys are on Apple Podcasts, give me a five star review. Other than that, like and subscribe. Tell all your friends about me. That's just sports, baby. See you guys.